Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing, the bonus episode to The Four Things Podcast, where I go over emails that you have sent in. Sometimes I'm joined by a guest. Sometimes it's just me, but it's our lucky day because I have Mary here with me for the fifth thing and to go over emails and just have conversation in between about things. And I always start off Tuesday episodes with a quote and I'm going to share one, but Mary brought one as well. So I'll do mine first and then you can go. So mine is from psychologist Adam Grant on Instagram. And he put up a graphic that said, just because things could have been different doesn't mean they would have been better. And then his caption with that was, yes, the grass could be greener, but it could also be yellow or brown. And I thought it's just a good thing to kind of keep in your back pocket if you tend to let your mind drift a certain way where you're like, oh, could have done this. But just make sure you also think of how just because you wish something went a different way doesn't mean it was going to end up better than where you are now. So Mary, now I'll pass the quote torch on to you. Oh, okay. So I saw this on Instagram from Dr. Daniel Amen. He's doc underscore Amen on Instagram. And he said, the most crucial part of my morning routine is what I do as soon as I open my eyes in the morning. I say to myself, today is going to be a great day. 
it sets up my mind to look for what's going right in my day rather than what's going wrong. So I've actually been trying to do it the past few days and I felt cheesy, but like, I don't know. I like it. I like starting it up. Yeah. You have to remind yourself as soon as you open your eyes in the morning, just do it. And you feel cheesy, but I don't know. It can't hurt anything to try. I'll just have Houston play a clip right here of the hook of that song. Gonna have a good day. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yes, yes. So like maybe you could wake <laughs> up to the song. If you don't know what song we're talking about, we'll play the hook right now. Okay, yes. Isn't that song so much fun? Yes. And it's definitely the same like sentiment as that. You get the same vibe. So maybe you could just play that song every morning instead. But yeah. Yeah. And, you know, whatever you have to do to set yourself up for that success, it kind of makes you think little Lizzie or Lizzie Velasquez. She was on my podcast last Thursday for the four things episode. And she said something during my chat with her about how she really tries to to reframe how she looks at everything in her life when it comes to like finding her purpose and like just getting excited about things. And it's kind of just taking that, but like to the next level on like, not only are you going to have a good day, I've got purpose and I'm excited. I maybe don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be awesome when I figure it out. And just, (laughs) you know, putting that positivity out there. And I feel like too, that's what we try to do with our four things gratitude Like some people do it at night, but you could also journal in the morning if you wanted to like stop and take note and just set yourself up for positive things to come in the day. Cause it does, it resets your mind frame. Yeah. And it makes you reflect and see things that you were thankful for, which makes you in the future, look out for things to be thankful for and just be more aware of that. I can like, I do it when I'm consistent with it. I'm definitely like, Oh, what am I thankful for? Like anything little, I'm like, Oh, I'm thankful for that. Where it's normally it would just happen. I would just let it pass without being like, Oh, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. You live more so in a a state of gratitude. Oprah had talked about that like a long, long time ago. And then she recently put up a new super soul conversation episode where it's her reading a bunch of short stories, I guess that she has written. And they were all about connection and gratitude. And I think it's one of the latest in the last week or two, if you want to check it out, I think it was called Connection and Gratitude. But what she was referencing was a time in her life in the 90s when she was really consistent with gratitude. And she was just thankful for big things, but also the smallest things, like the little joys in life that at this point, years later, were kind of like lost on her just because she was go, go, go. And she's like, gosh, am I busier now? Why am I missing this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically she concluded that she wasn't consistent with her gratitude. So therefore she wasn't seeing the things like, whereas when you're consistent with it, they're more right in front of you yeah. and it's more part of your practice. And it's like, you that's the lens that you're looking at life through. And she was definitely the same amount of busy. But once she implemented the gratitude and the being intentional about every day, writing it down or typing it into her phone, then she was more aware. So, all right, let's get into the first email and it says, Hey, Amy, I heard you talking on the Bobby Bone Show about cold treatments for mental health. I'm curious about this. Any information would be appreciated. Also, your attitude that mental health treatments are just as important as physical health treatments was very refreshing. 
I always call my husband when I leave work so that he knows when to expect me home. He told me my shop forward order arrived. I was very excited, couldn't wait to get home. And I was even more pumped when I got home to find him already wearing the Pimp and Joy shirt that I had purchased for him. He also liked the camo hat. These items really made our day. Still praying for you and yours. Hope things are working out. I know from experience that slow progress can seem like no progress, at least until you look back over several days or months or sometimes years. Take care, your friend in Delaware, Linda. So thank you, Linda, for that. Even that nice little quote there at the end of like, sometimes when you're putting in a bunch of work on stuff, you may not see the fruit of your labor until some time has passed and you can really look back on it and be like, oh, wow, okay, we have made progress. We are, you know, moving in the right direction. So back to the cold treatments, I think you're talking about an episode on the Bobby Bone Show or what, it's not even an episode because it's the morning show, but maybe you listen to the Bobby Bone Show morning show on a podcast and then it would be an episode. But Brett Eldridge was on and I think he was telling Bobby about how he started to take cold showers and he's been on this major mental health journey and just trying to like do different things that are good for him. And that's something that has helped him a lot. And I said, oh, I like cold showers too. Now, Mary, your thoughts on cold showers? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've tried it a few years ago because I remember you talking about it. And I was like, I can't do this. I don't like it at all. It does not. It makes me, I don't like being cold in general. I'm always cold. And so I would wake up scared. Like, I think I would wake up like t- dreading taking a cold shower. Maybe I just need to do it a few times. No, not at all. I actually knew that this was going to be your answer. And I wanted you to be an example of like, when it comes to taking care of yourself, like, yes, you might hear things on the show. And this is what I'm more aware of. I kind of used to just throw things out there. And I'm like, you should do this. You should try it. But just because it works for me doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. And Mary might do other things that help take care of her mental health. But for me, I get invigorated by a cold shower. And I think that's what Brett's sentiments were about cold showers and we just feel really good. And I also do cryotherapy, which is like next level. And I get that not everybody has access to that or maybe even a place in their city where they offer that. But I started doing that and it was very therapeutic for me. It was like three minutes inside a freezing cold box. I think it's like negative 220 or something crazy. And I would emerge from that three minutes later feeling so refreshed and like a new person, but that might not be for everybody. And then I also had major, like when I am stressed to get this like crick in my neck situation. And normally it will get stuck if I'm too stressed, but I noticed that the cold therapy helped that. So for me, I keep going for that and that's why I like it. But I went ahead and looked up some of the benefits of cold showers, not even cryotherapy, but here's what it says online and you can take this for what you want probably affects everybody differently, but it stimulates the immune system, increases alertness, prevents colds, stimulates anti-depression hormones, accelerates metabolism, frees up the mind, tightens the skin and reduces hair loss. Again, that's what it says online. (laughs) I'm not saying this, but there are your benefits and you can try it out for yourself, see how you feel. But Brett and I both talked about how we do the cold showers for three minutes and we'll just set a timer. I brush my teeth in the shower. Do you? No. Oh, is that weird? 
I don't know. What do you mean? Like in the, oh, because it's cold. I guess that makes more well, sense. Well, I mean, anytime I'm in the shower, that's where I brush my teeth. Other people do that? I mean, Ben doesn't, but my sister and I do. Maybe that's just a way that we grew up. But yes, we keep our toothbrushes in there and just so you're already wet and it's good to go. And then I floss in the shower, do all wow. kinds of things. All right. You do you. <laughs> just kidding. I feel like I'm definitely the weird one that brushes teeth. And no, maybe that's normal. I don't know. I mean, whatever. What's normal these days? But I don't, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I'm quoting Mary now. What's normal these days? <laughs> it's so true. It's like sometimes we're like, well, that's not normal. But then it's like, well, wait a second. What is normal? Who cares? Okay. Second email is, I was wondering if you have an intuitive eating book recommendation. I've been blessed and have never had an eating disorder, nor have I tried a diet, but I've been interested in learning more about intuitive eating to feel physically better and mentally stronger. I have a daughter and I recently felt the desire to diet for the first time, but I know intuitive eating would be a better journey for both her and I to learn about sooner rather than later, because even as a two-year-old, I want her to feel food freedom and self-love. I'd love to know your thoughts. Your friend, Kristen from Austin. So yeah, Kristen, the only one that I know of to recommend if this is something you're wanting to learn more about is the intuitive eating workbook. And it's 10 principles for nourishing a healthy relationship with food. And that is Kat Defada approved. She's a therapist that specializes in eating disorders. So I know passing this along as a resource is not going to set anybody up for any type of disordered relationship with food. But just a little side note for other people listening to that like learning intuitive eating is such a process and you can't just like wake up one day and read a book and then boom especially if you've been in an active eating disorder, you're not going to understand your body's hunger and fullness cues right away. You have to train your body back to understand that. So just don't want to throw that book out there as a recommendation and then be like, okay, boom, boom, this is going to give you everything you need to know to teach your body. And, you know, when it comes to, again, learning and tapping into your body's hunger and fullness cues, it took me a very long time to get back to that. So don't, you know, feel like if you're on that journey and you're not quite there yet and you feel like it's taking you a long time, I feel like that's totally normal too. I went through like years and years and years of restricting things out of my diet and then overeating on certain things and then back to restricting again. So yeah, my hunger cues were all off. I didn't know what was what. In some foods, even I had to relearn what I really liked. I restricted it for so long. I didn't know if I really liked it because it was desirable to me because I restricted it. And then when I allowed myself to have it, I was like, oh, wait, I don't even really like this food that much. This isn't even that. It just was so much more appealing to me because I wasn't, quote unquote, allowed to have it. But some people have to restrict food for health reasons. Like I restricted gluten for so long, but I was not gluten intolerant. But like we have a friend, Gracie, and like she literally can't have gluten. She's allergic to gluten. So, you know, for me now, I add the gluten back in, but I get that some of you listening, you might really have a dietary restriction. And like Mary, even while this is a little bit different, but you have a lot of stuff going on with your jaw and you have to restrict certain foods because that's part of you taking care of yourself. It's not about you restricting for any other reason, or maybe you're having to have more smoothies so you don't have to chew. And like even recently, like, you know, you knew maybe bread wasn't good, but like you're a, a doctor was just telling you like, yeah, you got to cut out the bread 
Yeah, I'm pretty much not supposed to eat bread anymore, which is really, really sad. But yeah, I almost feel the need to like, if I say no to something to be like, it's not because like, it's not, I'm not on a diet. I'm not on a diet or whatever, just because like there's stigma both ways now. I feel like if you like don't want to eat something, people are like, why are you not eating that? And it's like, oh my gosh, who cares? Yeah, I think it's, that's too another reminder of like, just, we don't even need to comment on what people are eating or why. But I mean, honestly, I did for so long. I didn't even mean it in like a bad way, but yeah, just a reminder too that you never know what someone is really going through because when you comment about their food or maybe about their weight loss or something, like you never know what's behind that. Is it, yes, something that's going on with them physically that they don't want to talk about? Or is it depression? I mean, it could be like tons of underlying things that they don't want to get into. And then you're commenting on it, which makes it more difficult. But yeah, I know when you post about your jaw stuff and TMJ issues, like there's a lot of people on Instagram, at least that come through on the shop forward. I guess that's where you mostly post about it. And it seems like there's a lot of people out there suffering with that. And there's so many different tips and tools, I guess, to keep in your back pocket that maybe can offer relief. So I don't know if there's anything you would want to say that's been helpful. And I'll just throw out there if y'all have any tips maybe for (laughs) Mary that might be helpful just because as her friend, like I, I watch what you've had to go through the last several years and it's been a lot. And I just can't imagine being that kind of pain every single day. It's been going on for like five years. I, after some dental work, my mouth was open too long. And so it triggered something that all of a sudden I just started getting like severe migraines and I don't know, just crazy amounts of headaches and jaw pain and neck pain that I never experienced my whole life. And I never have had any kind of chronic pain before that. So I guess now I understand that a lot better. So that's one positive. I have a lot more sympathy for other people that have chronic pain issues. But I started posting about it a couple years ago, I guess, because I I don't know, I was doing some crazy thing where my jaw was getting shocked. I went to some doctor. I've tried, I've probably been to like, I don't know, an embarrassing amount of doctors, like over 15, which sounds crazy. But I mean, an amount of years, I don't know. So it's just crazy to me how many other people have experienced TMJ issues and pain. And it's so different for every person. So that's why people ask me like, oh, I think I have TMJ. What should I do? And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. First, I'm like, I'm just so sorry because it it does. It sucks. I guess things that have worked for me is finding a really good chiropractor and going consistently. I don't know. I think I have a good new jaw doctor. We'll see that I'm starting with. Um, I had an MRI last week. So, and they've like confirmed that my left disc is like displaced and whatever, all of that stuff. That's when she was like, you really should work on what you're eating. Like not like to be healthy, like just certain things, like even, even salads are, are not great for me to eat because your jaw has to work a lot. Like kale salads, like I can't eat kale salads because it's like your jaw has to work a lot to eat that. But like bread, is really bad bagels things like that like chewy meat obviously gum I haven't had gum in like six years which I used to love gum just things like that have helped and then I ice a lot I don't know Advil is really helpful for me but she basically told me I'm taking way too much Advil so there is some this supplement that she recommended okay I'm not a doctor and have no medical so like talk to your doctor but it's called Boswellia B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A it's on Amazon I don't know I just ordered it I think it delivered today so who knows but she said it's like a good Advil alternative that's more natural and then just adding in anti-inflammatory things to my diet too like trying to get like turmeric supplements or putting turmeric in my smoothie or something like that just doing all kinds of things like that where it's like more adding anti-inflammatory things than like severely restricting things things like that we'll see (laughs) yeah no I mean I'm sure that's helpful for somebody and then mainly too if somebody listening 
I feel like there is a community of people that you never know, like who's going to talk to someone that might talk to someone that might talk to someone that might maybe know someone (laughs) that might be a miracle worker. Because yeah, I know that Mary's definitely gone to a lot of doctors. And I don't think it's embarrassing. You're trying to figure out you're in charge of yourself. You're your advocate and you're on a mission to try to find somebody that, you know, might be able to, to offer that relief. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really. Any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Well, that's where Express Employment Professionals comes into play. And if you work with them, that's exactly what you're going to get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert that you can trust. And they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Just go to expresspros.com to find an office near you. Or you can even download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. So whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. 
Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Okay, we'll get into the third email. Hey, Amy, you talk a lot about how important therapy is, and I've been interested in starting therapy, but don't know where to start. Do you have any advice on how to find the right therapist for you? Love your podcast and listening to The Bobby Bone Show. P.S. My son is starting to talk right now, and his favorite new thing is pointing out and saying, bird, I thought you'd appreciate that. Your friend Jamie in Dayton, Ohio. But Jamie, I feel like I get this question a lot, so much so that I had Kat Defada on recently, my therapist friend that has a podcast called You Need Therapy. And she talked about how to find a therapist. It was actually in a fifth thing episode. So if you go back a couple of weeks ago, it's a fifth thing. It's titled Amy Shares, Carefrontations, Scorts, Therapy, and More. So that's the title of the episode. <laughs> which I guess, yeah, Kat and I did talk about like our favorite denim shorts for the summer. And she had, yeah, she bought a pair of skorts from like American Eagle or something, which Mary's like a fashion person. I don't know. Are skorts back? I think so. Okay. I remember having a pair of yellow skorts in third grade or so. And I used to wear them with this white shirt that had a red roller skate on it with yellow wheels. I remember everything about this outfit because I loved it and I would wear it all the time. And I had spent the night at my friend Kristen Lee's house and she lived in my neighborhood and I left that outfit there and her house burned down. Oh my gosh. That's not where I thought it was going. I know. I know. Very random. Tragic. Like it was awful. They lost everything and it was because of a lamp timer. It like exploded or went on. Like, I don't know, or caused some short. And you were just like, where's my skirts? No, I felt <laughs> awful for them. No, no, I'm But kidding. it was, I did lose my favorite yellow skirts and my God. roller skate shirt that I would wear all the time. But of course, like I didn't care about it at all other than that's my memory of my, that's how my brain works. Like just now I saw skirts. I didn't even think of that when I was talking to Kat for whatever reason, I just thought of it just now. Um, but on that episode, yeah, we do break down how to go about finding a therapist. And yes, Kat also broke down the carefrontation. Actually, it was an episode we were talking about how Mary had called me out on something that as a friend in a caring, loving way. And that's when Kat gave us a name for that. She said that at a place where she used to work, they would sit down and go around and it was almost like a like a work activity. It was like, okay, carefrontation time, like confront your coworker with whatever you need to talk about today. And it was like, yeah, sometimes you have to like confront things but in a caring, loving way. So hopefully that episode is helpful for you, Jamie. And then I recommend you maybe just 
listening to Kat's podcast as well. She probably has other episodes with helpful information and um, hopefully you'll be able to find a resource or someone good for you soon. All right, fourth email is, hey, Amy, this past November, I had surgery for an invasive, though thankfully benign, mass in my brain. At 24 years old, this wasn't a turn that I anticipated having to take at this point in my life. But thankfully, after several long months of weighing my options and consulting with neurosurgeons, I had the procedure and I'm now fully recovered. While I don't know the details of what you and your family are going through this last fall and winter, knowing that you are handling difficult times and listening to your candid accounts about the lack of sunshine and roses in that moment really helped me feel less isolated during that time. Hearing the stories of other amazing listeners overcoming their own difficult obstacles on the fifth thing was and continues to be an inspiration to become a better version of myself as well. I feel a special appreciation and closeness for the Four Things family because it truly feels like family these last few months, even though we've never met. I'm currently in graduate school and working towards becoming a researcher to better understand and promote intergenerational relationships. You and Chase have discussed before that sometimes you just have to put yourself out there and send an email. Well, I'm taking your advice and reaching out for a favor. I'm in the process of collecting data for my dissertation, which focuses on the grandparent-grandchild bond. And I wanted to see if you could plug my survey on four things. I know this is a complete long shot, but it would be a tremendous help. And as I've learned from you, can't hurt to ask. The survey can be taken by both grandparents and grandchildren, even adult grandchildren, and all responses will be anonymous. I'm hoping to have people participate from all 50 states and plan to use the information to create programs that strengthen grandparent-grandchild relationships across the country. The survey can be found on my website, abigailstefan.com. And I'll just spell it because honestly, I'm not 100% sure, but it's like Stefan, but Abigail, A B I G. A-I-L-S-T-E-P-H-A-N. And you can rewind if you need to hear me say that again so you get it right because this is someone from our Four Things fam that is working on her dissertation and would like somebody from all 50 states. And I'm so sorry, Abby. I don't know if I said this is Abby from South Carolina, but I'm so sorry that you had to go through brain surgery I'm super happy to hear that you're now recovered and I'm so glad that this community has helped you during that time and it continues to. And I love that you decided to shoot your shot. I mean, you're right, it can't hurt. And while I can't promise that listeners from all over the country will for sure take your survey, I'm gonna personally pledge to do it. So I'll at least give you the state of Tennessee. And I'll do it, California's covered. Okay, Mary's gonna do it. So now we've got Tennessee and California. So we got 48 states to go. Oh, Mary's going to be in Hawaii later this month. I think technically I could get Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hawaii's covered too. Yeah. So maybe that will help. I had an email, I think last week from a listener in Canada. So maybe we take this survey international. (laughs) Again, Abby. Yeah. I have no idea. And I've, I've clicked on it and I'm just going to give a heads up. Like it is a survey you're going to have to like pay attention to. You have to agree to the terms, which honestly was a lot of reading to do. But Abby said you'll be anonymous and I trust her. So I just agreed to terms. (laughs) So it seems simple enough. And I only had, I mean, for some people, it might take more time if you have like four living grandparents right now, but I only ever knew one grandparent, like one biological grandparent was alive when I was alive. What about you, Mary? Well, I had all four for a very short period of time, but I was really close to one. But I had three alive for like until college. And then I actually have one grandma still alive. 
but she has severe Alzheimer's. So she, it's not quite the same, but um, she is still alive. Does she ever find a home for her cat? Yes. Oh yeah. The cat is happy with this um, newlywed couple and they love the cat. What was his name again? Frank, Tim, Toby. Oh, what was the name? No, it was, oh my gosh. It's something funny. I knew the cat had found a home. I just bring it up because there was a time where Mary and I were considering my dad taking on the cat. (laughs) So backstory, my grandma lived in a house and had a caretaker live with her. And then it just got too much for the caretaker. She actually had two caretakers. And then, so she went to like a live-in facility home place and she had a cat, which the cat could not go there. So, which she didn't remember that she had a cat. Every time the cat would show up, she'd be like, why is that cat here? Like every, <laughs> I'm laughing. She, right. she was like, experience. it's not, I mean, but yeah, what is the cat's name? Oh my gosh. So anyways, we, we had to find a home for the cat. And yeah, Amy at one point was thinking about taking it possibly for your dad and yeah. then possibly. For, yeah. I know. Which update here that I'll just say is I think we maybe found Stashira cat. If you've been following Catgate, <laughs> oh my gosh, which has been quite the process. We think we found a cat and it's actually in California near Mary. So we're going to probably be flying to California at the end of the month to get the cat. And then we're going to be flying back with a cat. <laughs> so if you're on a flight from Orange County to Nashville, you hear lots of meowing the whole flight. It's right. probably, yeah, yeah, it's probably us. Also too, I will say that Abby's email had a PS. I forgot to read this part. Wow. Not all my emails do I share on the fifth thing. They all can't make it on here. And plus, some people aren't emailing to get shared. They just email me to share something else, but it's not for the episode. Um, But she put four things she was grateful for, um, which some people are doing. So just to recap, if you happen to be new, my email address is fourthingswithamybrown at gmail.com. And what people in the community have been doing is they sign it with their name and the city or the state where they're from or the country, since we're international. (laughs) I get one Canada email and now I'm (laughs) big time. I think we also have some deployed military people that listen in other countries. So we're, we're global. And then also now we've added that you can also sign off with four things that you're thankful for. So here is what Abby put. Spotting a goat on my walk this morning. Wow. Second thing, my grandparents, whose lessons and love have lit up my world. Third thing, the baby birds that hatched earlier this spring and still hang out at my feeders. And fourth thing, the four things community. So that is all of you guys. And again, I'll just say abigailstefan.com if anybody wants to go take the survey for her dissertation, which I think is like a really big deal. So proud of you, Abby. I guess Mary will conclude with maybe you sharing four things that you're thankful for. I just sprung this on you so you can just like rattle them off whatever comes to your head right away. Okay. My friend Amy here. That's my first one. Yes. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to have you guys come to California and meet your new cat too. Um, I feel like I've said this before, but my air fryer, I've been, I got away from it for a while, but the past week I've used it almost every day, but one, I think, I think COVID restrict, which I feel like everywhere else has happened a lot sooner, but if you live in California, you know what I'm talking about, that it feels like back to normal almost here, which I'm so, so thankful for because the COVID restrictions here were crazy and just really depressing for a year. And the last one is that my, I'm looking at my Starbucks, my, that my Starbucks still has green iced tea because there was a shortage in the country, but my local one, the manager like way overbought green tea. So I'm so thankful for that because it's still available for the next, I don't know how long, but I'm very thankful it's still there. Yeah. Any Starbucks near me is totally out of green tea. Mary's Starbucks order is a venti. What is it? The biggest Trenti, Trenta. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's, she gets the biggest cup 
cup known to man. I didn't even know that Starbucks made cups this big, but Mary mm-hmm. gets the biggest Trenta unsweetened green iced tea. And she turned me on to it a few years ago and I love it. I get like a grande extra ice. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my other Starbucks drink is a tall almond milk latte, sometimes with an extra shot. So I'm thankful yeah. for that. Yeah, what else? What are your four things you're thankful for? Oh man, now you're putting me on the spot. Okay, fine. My friend, Mary. <laughs> and I'm thankful for just the emails that I get and that people, it's not lost on me at all that people take time out of their day. Cause like I would even have a fifth thing episode if y'all weren't sending emails. So it's really helpful that you do. If you have a question or a quote or something encouraging that you want to share, because like Abby said, the, the fourth email that like she was going through a hard time and hearing different things that y'all have gone through. And I know I read an email recently too. I don't think it was from Abby. Sometimes I shorten emails to like condense it for the episode, but I think maybe it must've been somebody else. I don't really think I took out much from Abby's, but that like hearing about Alicia, who's someone that emailed in that's 32 years old with bone cancer or was battling something. And Mm. I think Mary, we mailed her some pimp and joy, but she's a science teacher and she just wanted to be an inspiration for her kids. And she couldn't wait to get back to teaching. And she had this, you know, zest for life and, you know, sharing emails like that can be encouraging for somebody else that's going through a hard time of like, Oh, wow. If that person can have this outlook and they're going through that, then that helps give me the encouragement to have that attitude. So yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful for the emails that I get, whatever they may be. I too am thankful for the dang cat. Because we've been trying to find a cat since last November, probably last fall for sure, because I wanted to get a cat by Christmas time and it never happened. So I had to give Stashira a coupon for a cat. I'm like, Merry Christmas. Here's a cat. Christmas in July. (laughs) Right. So now it's Christmas in July. Now the big debate is just what are we going to name the cat? Because while it is Stashira's cat, it's also my cat because I want a cat too. And so I... (laughs) You just need name approval. I need name approval. I want her to come up with it, but she's had a few, you know, really cute names. And then now she's gone off and is like, (laughs) got these special names that I'm like, no, I can't imagine like calling out for my cat every day. And then the fourth thing I'm thankful for was just this last weekend, like having the holiday and getting some family time and a little bit of time off of work too. And you know what, Mary, I was thinking about because this 4th of July was a few years ago, maybe four or was it five? Your family, we went to that parade or we did like a fun run or a walk. We walked. We did a fun, yeah, well, we, we walked, but it was a fun run. Some people were running. And then we went over to your family's house and it was like potluck and everybody ate. And then we did a little parade thing outside. Yep. Yeah. So that was a fun, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a 4th of July throwback, like a fun memory that I remember. So, all right. I hope y'all all all had a great refreshing weekend and you're back at it this week and you have a great rest of your Tuesday or whenever it is that you're listening to this. And guess what? You're in luck because Mary's going to be back on Thursday's episode just for one thing. I also have Mike D on and Hmm. a travel expert is coming on to talk about traveling domestically in the U.S., 
And then I'm pretty sure my brother's also a thing. Oh, yay. So this Thursday's episode be really diverse and um, hopefully you will enjoy it. All right. Uh, make sure you're following at the shop forward. Mary runs that account. And if you want to look into our four things gratitude journal, that's also an option. And I forget, Mary, but you posted an Instagram the other day. I forget we have the joy seeker is the theme song to the podcast, which oh, yeah. is be kind, choose joy, laugh a lot eat cake. And we have that on a four things pullover. So that could be something you could rep if you want to rep the four things fam. It was sold out for a while, but it's back now. And what so. do we have that on? We have it on a shirt and a pullover. Yep. And a tote. I'm not sure if that's yeah. in stock. But definitely the t-shirt and the pullover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which are so cute. Yeah. And so all of that, if you haven't figured it out yet, but anything like if you go to radioamy.com or fourthings.com, everything will direct you links will send you to the shop forward. So that's just, if you want to go to the shop that's an easy way to get there. And also Kristen from Austin who emailed about the intuitive eating book. I meant to tell you that I linked it on my Amazon page, which you can get access to all the Amazon things, just so you know, you're getting the right thing. Radioamy.com and little Lizzie's books are linked there as well. So again, she was last Thursday's episode and I encourage y'all to go back and listen to that one if you haven't yet, because she is truly such an inspiration and I'm just so encouraged by her and all that she is doing to make the world a better place. All right. Thanks, Mary. See you Thursday. Yeah. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. 
Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.